Hello there, my name is May, and I'm delighted to welcome you to the newest episode of Echo the Podcast. Let me ask you a question real quick. Which issues do you think need our immediate attention today? I'll give you a second to think about it. I'm guessing you would say critical issues like war, world hunger, or pollution. You might mention education, poverty, even unemployment. However, what I'm 100% sure of is that prejudice would never cross your mind. Hence, why we're talking about it now. When a person hears the word prejudice, they might think it only refers to racism. Nonetheless, prejudice runs much deeper than a person's color. Prejudice is found between gender, religion, cultural, along with geographical background, and so on. People have felt hostility toward others based upon these attributes from the beginning of time. This has become a complex problem in our society today, and much of our world's history is based upon such hatred. Now, when you first look up the definition of the word prejudice on your favorite browser, it is a preconceived opinion that is not based on reason or actual experience. That, in fact, is true, but incomplete in my humble opinion. So I merged two other definitions that say that it's an irrational attitude of hostility directed against an individual or group solely based on their supposed characteristics. All that is done without fair grounds or before sufficient knowledge. The thing about prejudice is that it's found in every aspect of our lives. We often think of terms of us and them, sometimes more than we realize. By doing so, we also think we know how us and them should behave. A prejudice is a premature judgment. You expect that every one of them will be or act the same. You have a lot of images and expectations in your head about a person solely because of the group they belong to. A prejudice can be very stubborn. They are primitive but normal human reactions. They can form in many ways. For instance, because of a chance meeting, or from images or stories in the news or social media. It could be as simple as a headline that says, Puppy Bites Baby. As a result, all of a sudden, you might start avoiding all puppies without even noticing for a mistake that only one of them made. Prejudices are still judgments, even if they're just in your head. Consciously or unconsciously, you avoid certain people. Now, I'll be giving you some types of prejudice that we encounter on a daily basis. Also, please note that they aren't classified by order of relevance. First, ageism, such as believing that someone is too old or too young to work in a particular role or participate in a specific activity. Honestly, when it gets to the point of being untrusted due to your age, it is completely ridiculous. Second, classism, which may include having a negative belief about someone based on their income or looking down on someone because they are quote-unquote poor or a member of the working class, which is absolutely absurd. Third, nationalism which involves believing that the interests of your group are more important than those of other groups. This attitude displays itself especially these days where European countries are sadly in time of war. 
many people feel more sympathy toward them while some notorious Middle Eastern countries that have been at war for ages don't get that kind of attention. Now, don't get me wrong. Both situations are equally as tragic, but their relevance to some people is measured only by belonging to the same ethnic group rather than taking into consideration that all of these countries are in the same situation, if not worse, for some. Next, sexism, which involves holding certain stereotypes or beliefs about someone based on their sex, such as feeling as if they can't or can do something based on this factor only. Men and women have never been equal in the world. For example, if a man and a woman who have the same knowledge and qualification ask for the same job, the boss will probably pick the man. Even though they both get the job, the man will maybe have a better salary than the woman. People always believe that men work better than women, but no one can give a satisfying explanation to support that thought. Fortunately, sexism is decreasing constantly but it will never diminish to the point of complete equality. Following that, we have xenophobia, which involves disliking or fearing someone who the person considers foreign or strange, often in the context of their native country. This is a mindset that's gotten quite popular in the last decade. Next, we have racism which involves having a negative attitude toward members of a certain ethnic group rooted in systems of power and oppression. For the last one, we have religious prejudice, which involves feeling negatively toward someone because of their religious beliefs, practices, or ideologies. As you know, it's all too easy to hold up examples of how people are prejudiced, but the real root of the issue is why they are. Here are a few possibilities. For one, prejudices can come up as a way of justifying social inequalities. This happens when people on both sides of the power and wealth spectrum start believing that people get what they deserve and deserve what they get. This is called the just world phenomenon. Prejudices can also be driven by the in-group, out-group phenomenon. Whether you're in a football stadium or school recess, Dividing the world into in-groups and out-groups definitely drives prejudices and discrimination. But an in-group identity also gives its members the benefits of communal solidarity and a sort of safety in numbers. This tendency to favor your own group at the expense of others is powerful in fact, even when it's totally irrational. Other reasons may include a person's upbringing, as it may cause them to become prejudiced. If parents had prejudices of their own, there is a chance that these opinions will be passed on to the next generation. The media also has a powerful influence on people in the 21st century and can often be responsible for promoting a stereotype of a particular group. Another possibility is that one bad experience with a person from a particular group can cause a person to think of all people from that group in the same way. This is called stereotyping and can lead to prejudice. You probably noticed me mentioning discrimination and stereotyping just now. By definition, prejudice is not the same thing as stereotyping or discrimination, although the three phenomena are intimately related. People may distrust a female mechanic. That's a prejudicial attitude, but it's rooted in a stereotype. 
or overgeneralized belief about a particular group. Although it is often discussed in a negative way, stereotyping is a way of thinking that doesn't have to be negative. It can be very accurate at times, like I have the stereotype that all pigeons have wings. And that happens to be true. But on the negative end, your prejudice against female mechanics may be rooted in some inaccurate stereotype about women's skills when it gets to fixing a car. And when stereotypical beliefs combine with prejudicial attitudes and emotions, like fear and hostility, they can drive the behavior we call discrimination. A prejudgmental person won't necessarily act on their attitude. Say you believe in the stereotype that overweight people are lazy. You might then feel distaste for some reason when you see someone who appears that way. But if you act on your prejudice and say refuse to hire them for a job, then you've crossed over into discriminating against them. When prejudices become behavior, they can be dangerous. Prejudices against groups of people can lead to discrimination, to unfair, unequal treatment. You judge someone and act differently towards them based on characteristics that shouldn't matter. Prejudices can lead to exclusion, to people being set apart and labeled negatively, for no good reason. We've talked all about prejudice, now let's discuss its many consequences. Prejudiced people come to have feelings of injustice, sadness, and shame. Their self-esteem takes a huge hit as they no longer see themselves for who they really are, but only how society paints them to be. They also experience mental health issues that can lead to suicidal thoughts in the worst cases. By producing social distance, prejudice functions mostly in a negative manner. It promotes social tension and jealousy which exploits the peace, prosperity, and happiness of human civilization. In society, prejudice worsens social inequalities since those at the top exploit it as much as possible. It is used as a weapon to create scapegoats for social problems. All that to manipulate the population into thinking that there are some that are capable and others that aren't. They suffocate people in tiny boxes by making them believe it is the only thing available for them to fit in. Before we conclude, some of the ways I can suggest to address prejudice in today's society is to first and foremost keep an open mind. Do not let yourself be blindly guided by what society tells you on yourself and other people. Get out into the open and go find that out by your own means. Because if you cling on to old ideas, it's as if you're trying to use a single light bulb to eliminate a whole building. It's obsolete and you need to think bigger. I'm sure you can think of at least one moment in your life where you let your assumptions get the better of you and in the end you didn't go through with whatever you had planned, whether it was talking to the new classmate or trying exotic food. Prejudice is a burden that confuses the past, threatens the future, and renders the present inaccessible. This quote was written by Maya Angelou. Just like her, I'm telling you to free yourself from the useless burden of having preconceived thoughts in your head. And after you've done that, the request I have for you, dear listener, is to spread this new mindset around you, and eventually, to your children. Educate them, but most importantly, Make sure they keep a fresh, open mind so that they may live their lives to the fullest.
As a parting word, let me just add that we should celebrate our differences rather than turning them into a wall of fear. I mean, it is common knowledge that fear prevents you from actually living. Think of all the great people you could have been friends with if you didn't put up those invisible walls of fear between you and them. Actually, let's start by stop using the terms us and them, because in actuality, there's no such thing. We're all humans living on the same rock that's floating in space. Remember that the only thing that's keeping us apart is ourselves. An important question is, how do you deal with your own prejudices? Do you try to be open to contact with anyone? Are you willing to be surprised? And an equally important question is, how do you deal with prejudices you hear around you? Do you react? Do you discuss them? Do you tackle them? These are questions everyone should stop and think about. If we challenge prejudices, the world will become a nicer place to live in. I thank you, dear listener, for bearing with me. I hope this made you ask yourself the right questions. And until next episode where you'll get lost in the echo all over again. Bye!